Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 107 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. In this hour, we will hear from Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta, employing Albertans and contributing to the economy and caring for our horses. Uh, we'll also have Kurt Hill, the general manager of the first place Edmonton Oil Kings on the show. Caleb Jones coming up and a clip from Rick Boness, the head coach of the Dallas Stars, about Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Second hour of orders now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca. Alberta's number one and owned and operated place to buy office technology and supplies. Do you want to mention guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, Steak and Seafood Cook Ready, your table Edmonton South Downtown Northside Short Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. Two the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. We are pleased to be joined by our Oilers Now headliner today for touchback safety from fall protection to forklift training. Trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. Mark Spector joins us right now. Mark, uh, I was in the air with the Oilers. We saw an electrical storm, had a little bit of turbulence for about a uh, minute and a half to two, two and a half minutes. Not the worst turbulence we've had uh, with the Oilers in the 12 years that I've done the games. But you were uh, right there in downtown Nashville after the game. What what was it like there going through that? Uh, you know what? It was not nearly as bad as you think. Like Derek Van Deest and I did what every two sports writers do after a hockey game in Nashville. You know, we dropped our stuff at the hotel, changed into a pair of jeans, and went down to the strip. And uh, you know what? Uh, we both got a text on our phone, like an emergency text, watch out for tornadoes. And then the sirens went off, and, we, you know, there was some lightning and a little bit of wind. It rained for 10 minutes, but honestly, it was nothing. Like, where we were, it was nothing going on. The, the bands all kept playing, the bars all stayed open, and literally a mile away, those tornadoes were knocking over buildings. It's it's surreal that you can be that close to that much damage and, you know, be literally unaffected. Like, don't feel sorry for us, man. We were just having another night in Nashville. There's nothing crazy. And people were losing their lives just a mile away. 
Well, and, you know, we both lived through what happened in Edmonton back in 1987 in uh, July 31st. I already told a story about being Leroy Cholley. He was the police chief at the time, his next-door neighbor. And, uh, you know, what all of our first responders went through dealing with that and the, the you know, horrific loss of... Uh, you know, 20, 27 lives in that. Uh, and, and it, it does kind of put things in perspective, doesn't it, Spec, when you're, you're sitting there and you're covering a hockey game and you're getting to watch something as special as we did watch last night and how privileged we are to do what we do. Oh, listen, for sure. What a great, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it, it, the, it, it's such a great town to go to, uh, to see. You know, I woke up there in Nashville this morning. I'm in Chicago now. Uh, I woke up in Nashville and like the news was like, obviously everything was all tornado and you just couldn't believe it. You know, here you come to a fabulous city. We always say, Bob, if you're an Oilers fan out there, we ran into a punch up last night. You want to see a road game. You know, for me, it's Montreal and Nashville are the first two places to go. Uh, Montreal for the hockey history and the way they put a game on in Nashville just for what a blast it is in that town. And uh, we're lucky to get there. I love going to Nashville. I, I can't wait to go back. Uh, but you know what we're thinking all those people today. Um, and we had Vegerville's Brent Severn on the show in the first hour. Mark, uh, you knew uh, Brent from his days with the U of A Golden Bears, and Brent is from Vegerville. I just wanted to pass along uh, Barry and Brenda Hunka, who've done multiple Oilers now road trips. I think they're up to 14. Uh, they're meeting the, the team in Chicago tomorrow. We've got a function uh, tomorrow night in, in Chi-Town. They were in Nashville last night, and uh, happy to report that they're they're safe in, uh, as well. But uh, lots of Oilers fans, and they have lots to cheer about last night's spec that was a wild third period is it an illustration perhaps that maybe the Edmonton Oilers you know a couple of weeks ago Elliot Friedman called them a good team you referred to them last night as a sneaky good team are we starting to see some signs a lot yeah they're you know I think what I would say is they're better maybe they're better than we thought you know that that there's a there's just a lot going on here now that they've built two lines around McDavid and Drysaddle, and I mean now they're never going back. We've, you know, when Todd, in the Todd McClellan years, it was always a few games he'd split them up, and then nothing happened, and he put them back together. And and you know, Yamamoto, we know the whole tale here, right? He's allowed them to have two lines, and now they're going to build a better line around Connor. Yet, uh, I would suggest over the over the course of the summer. Um, but now that they're operating <laughs> as two separate lines, and then getting together on the best power play in the league. And by the way, they kill penalties. You know, the second best PK unit in hockey right now. Uh, all of a sudden, there's a lot. There's a lot to like. There's a lot of boxes are starting to get checked off. When this team's healthy, Bob, I could see their their seventh and eighth defensemen being like Chris Russell and Matt Benning, for instance, two NHL players. Uh, they haven't had depth like that here forever. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, you hit on Yamamoto. The record speaks for itself. 14-5-3 with this guy in the lineup. We noticed it in the three games he missed. Dreisaitl and Nugent Hopkins, 5-on-5, five five, ha- weren't as good as they had been. It's amazing the difference he's made, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's just crazy. He's, uh, you know, he's just the right guy for that. This, they, we use the throw around the word chemistry, Bob, quite a lot in sports, and uh, we don't always know what it means, but this is an example, right? The things that Yamamoto brings to the table are just the perfect things for, uh, you know, to get the most out of Leon Dreisaitl. And then you throw 
you know, the fabulously skilled Ryan Nugent Hopkins in there. And, I mean, what a line. That line is, is what a productive group of players they are right now. They are just ultimately dangerous. And any two guys, like Drysdale and Nugent Hopkins get together and dangle. Uh, Nugent Hopkins set up Yamamoto for a wicked goal last night. Yamamoto set up Drysdale for a great goal last night. <laughs> you know, it's all those three guys. Like, that is a hell of a line. You know, you already got Connor McDavid on your top line. And, uh, you know, when you find the right people for him, the right chemistry for him, that's those two units coming over the boards, boy. That's that's going to carry this team for a long time. All right. So we'll get to, we'll get to sort of McDavid and Tyler Innes in a second here. Back to Drysaddle for a second. Every week it's like, so is this guy a legitimate Hurt Trophy candidate? Mark, he did something that's only been done three, two other times in NHL history. Okay, five games in a row against a team, two or more goals, and he got obviously four last night. Uh, Punch Broadbent did it back in the 1920s. Mario Lemieux in five consecutive games against the Quebec Nordiques scored at least two goals. And Nashville hasn't exactly been a terrible team. You know what I'm saying here? Like they're they're not, they're maybe not as good as they once were. But they're still a pretty good hockey club. Like they're right in the fight for the playoffs here. Where are this is crazy? What like he's ahead right now? He's at the highest scoring pace that we've had in the league in the last twenty three years or twenty four years. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it tells us two things that I'm happy to see that hockey's opening up so that really really skilled guys are in a position to get to um, show their stuff now, right? Like if if you're you know a guy like Leon Drysdale, if he can get to 135 points, he can get there now. We're not hooking, we're not holding. All of that's great. The game is just way better. There's a little more goals. Goals are up. We all like that. And now we're seeing all these guys with these fabulous skills. And you know the the cool new thing they're doing now on the power play where where McDavid hits Drysdale on the backhand, he turns it over and shoots it forehand. Right? He scored that goal last night. Like that's just a quirky funky little piece of business that i've never seen guys do it that way you know but he's so big he gets his body in that position he puts out his blade of course connor mcdavid hits it right in the tape and boom it's flying over renee's shoulder like this great it's a good time for hockey bob we're 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 out of the some of those crappy dead puck era years and uh skills winning the day here right now all right speck i'm gonna put you on the spot here is it fair to say the Oilers have the best player in the NHL, and the Oilers have the front runner for the Hart Trophy, and they're two different players. Well, yeah, like I think it's I, that is fair to say, and I think what's kind of really cool is the Oilers have the best player in the world, and he's the second best player in his team right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure that makes sense, but that's what's going on here. Like, you, you, I'm not here to denigrate Garner McDavid. He had five points too, and he's. You know, he's second in the league in scoring. But right now, today, in the last little while here, dry settles even better than McDavid is. So uh, that's a good time to be an order fan. And I'll tell you what, Bobby, you know what? All those people listening to the show right now, they know this. Uh, they've earned it, right? There's been some tough, tough times up here. And, and these people have earned what the enjoyment they're getting now. Like that game last night, it was. I saw you over that uh, in that second intermission. 
and you weren't so confident that how the Oilers were going to do in the third period. We talked about that, and they walked. I'm never very Mark, five. Mark, I'm <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a like I'm never that confident until it's over. Right, just yeah, because yeah, sure. twelve out of thirteen years you missed the playoffs, we've seen the team uh, be challenged with prosperity. This is going to be a tough one tonight. Except Edmonton six and one in the second of back to backs. All right, two Connor McDavid and Tyler Innes in particular. Um, can he be at least a short term solution for McDavid as an as an option on the wing? Because he seems like a really smart player that can play a read and react game. Yeah, it's a smart pickup by Ken Holland. Like this guy's a really useful up and down your lineup guy. If he needs to check, he'll check. He's got speed, so he can play anywhere. But if he needs to fill an offensive role, kind of what Archibald does when he jumps up with McDavid, seems to score a goal every time he plays with ninety-seven. Uh, and again, this is a bit higher pedigree offensive player. And you know, they—they, they, I'm not here to tell you that they have like that second line. You just don't want to touch it, man. It's just such a perfect line right now. <laughs> I'm not saying they have that with McDavid yet. I think there's still some tinkering to be done here. But boy, in the meantime, uh, Tyler Ennis picking him up for almost nothing. That was a smart, smart pickup. He thinks the game. He can execute the game, and he can keep up. And and you know, you find the right guy on the right side, and I think that's probably going to be a revolving cast here as we head through the rest of the season. But um, listen, it can't be bad when Connor McDavid's you know putting together a five point night, and only one of those points comes on the power play, Bob. Mark, uh, with Andreas Athanasio, should we be concerned, or conversely, do we need to give this guy some more time? Well, you better give him some time and, and let him figure out, you know, how to play the game the way, certainly the way Dave Tippett wants it played. And it's different here, man. Like, you know, we always say plus minus doesn't tell you everything by any means. It's not even that great a stat. But when you're minus 42, it tells you something. You know, the book on, on Athanasiu is that he was a bit of a, is a bit of a freelancer. He plays the game. You yeah. know, by himself sometimes. That's the book on him, and, and that's what everybody said in Detroit, and we're sometimes seeing that already here, and that doesn't work on a good team, right? You get on a good team, and you can't play that way. So I'm not telling you that he can't learn to play the game a little bit better. I'm not telling you that, that Dave Tippett can't work this guy and turn him into a very valuable player, but I am going to tell you this. If he's going to not play you know, the team style, and, and he's not going to play well with others. He's not going to play with McDavid. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I actually like the fact that they got him slotted where they do. Uh, you, you mentioned the situation on defense. We do not expect Clefbaum back tonight, possibly not even back against Chicago. Two more games against Central Division teams. Mark, after this road trip, 10 of Edmonton's final 14 games are at home. If they get a split of these, these next two games, they're in pretty good shape. Agreed? Oh, yeah, I think they're in great shape. And I think it's really a growing confidence as guys come back. Like, I'm just seeing a different team now. You know, like you just said a minute or two ago, Bob, you know, we watched this team for a long time. We're never confident until it's over. And I get it. Like, Oilers fans are the same. They have every right to, to be worried and skeptical and sometimes think, oh, man, when's the ceiling going to fall in this time? But I think it's time here to, to everybody to step back and, and take a fresh look here and say, okay, you know what? We got to bury all those old. Like we used to think, you go into Dallas on the second of a back-to-back, you're you're never winning that game, right? The old Oilers never won that game. They they used to score one goal and get 18 shots. Well, you got to throw that stuff away. It's a different team. They're better. 
They have confidence. They have goaltending. They got a deep defense now. Uh, they got enough good forwards. Like it's not. We got to toss away all that stuff we've been watching for 15 years, Bob. It's a whole new deal now, don't you think? I I think we're starting to see it. I think coaching's played a big factor in it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like you know, they invested in their coaches. Coaches get judged by special teams and starts. And Mark, the Oilers are leading the league in first period goals, and they're leading the league on the power play. Mark, they're four point two percent ahead of anybody else in the league on the power play at this stage in the season. That is ridiculous to be that far ahead of any other team in the league. And oh, by the way, they got the number one ranked road penalty killing team in the NHL, which is why they're sitting there with 19 road wins. So they're in a good spot, but it's going to be a real tough uh, tough one tonight. I don't think there's any question about that, Spec. Dallas is a good hockey club that can defend. Oh, yeah, and they're you know, there's a reason they're up near the where they are in a tough center division, but you know what? They're star guys. Like, uh, I just saw a stat this morning. Their top line I think is almost equal in points to what Leon Dreisaitl has. Um, you know, they're not producing. Sagan's not producing. Jamie Benn's not producing. Uh, it doesn't make them a bad team. It tells me that that's a team that if those guys get going, they're going to be really, really good. But uh, Edmonton can play with that team. There's, you said they're 6 and 1 in the second end of these back to backs. That clearly doesn't affect them any. Uh, Koskinen want- hasn't been playing much, but when he does play, he plays pretty well, so they got every chance tonight. Well, they beat Dallas here 2 1 earlier in the season. Miko Koskinen. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 34 saves that game. Spec, thanks for your time, man. We'll see you tomorrow in Chicago, okay? All right. Enjoy the game tonight, Bobby. You bet. That's Mark Spector. Quickly into our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Oilers GM text the show at 780-496-0063. Newton Hopkins has worked himself from a $6 million center into a $7.5 million winger on his next contract. That one comes to us from Oilers GM. While Ryan Newton Hopkins, since December 31st, is fourth in the NHL with 36 points. Dreisaitl leads the NHL since December 31st with 46 points. Kucherov at 40 and Panarin at 39. And don't forget, the Oilers uh, didn't play a lot of games there for several games in January. And Brian has texted the show to say... um, Athanasio needs some time. Dave Tippett will explain the way it's done. And another texter says, Athanasio reminds me of Peter Klima. 
Hmm, interesting. Clay ended up having a 40-goal season here in Edmonton. It is 124 in Edmonton. We're going to bang off. We're going to uh, merge another couple breaks here. Uh, so here we go. I'm going to tell you this. You already know that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Make sure you go down and see Uncle Milt, who's stoked right now at the performance of the Oilers. Rich and Johnny, the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. They're a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. That's right, nine times now. They're blowing out the 2019 F-150s. We're talking up to 20k off select models. Give Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin a call. 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. To the orders now, injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. I will tell you, James Neal is going to play tonight against the team that drafted him, the Dallas Stars. We are not 100% sure who's coming out of the lineup. Uh, Oscar Clefbaum will remain out. Miko Koskinen will start on goal. So Clefbaum still dealing with his shoulder situation. Mike Green out with an MCL sprain. Joe Kim Nygaard out uh, hand surgery. Out for the year with back challenges and potentially with a career that is over is former Red Deer Rebel Martin Hansel. Elsewhere around the NHL, back in the 630 Jed Studios, and here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, we can tell you that help might be on the way in Toronto. Both Morgan Riley and Cody Ceci could return to the Maple Leafs next week. Other than that, Bob, you, you took it all down. I had Dallas. Uh, they called up Jake Ettinger to fill in for Ben Bishop tonight. I'm sure we've con- talked about that a bit here. Roman Polak is out. Stephen John's drawing in instead. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, Bishop is their number one guy, but Hudobin has outplayed him of late. And the question I have regarding the Leafs, I mean, CeCe, I don't know what's happened to him because about four years ago, he looked like he was going to be a pretty good defenseman, uh, but it has not worked out for him so far in Toronto. One thirty-five today, Kurt Hill, the general manager of the Eastern Conference leading Edmonton Oil Kings. They got the Spokane Chiefs in Edmonton tomorrow at Rogers Place. Uh, but right now, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.